Hello, everyone, and I hope you are all in the best of health and spirits. So this is Who is Gabi Abdelgadir Part 2. In the first part, where I was introducing myself, I talked about being a seminar and workshop junkie. Here in Part 2 of introducing myself, I would like to talk about me being a book junkie, or at least that's what my friends call me. I remember when my friends used to call me a um, long time ago now um, in the middle of me reading a good book after work and uh, they would call me, they wanted to go out and I would tell them, sorry, I'm reading this interesting book and I'm not going out until I finish it. They used to get so upset and say, oh, Gabby and her books, don't you get tired of reading? And... Is whatever book more important than us, they used to say. And they used to ask me, when are you going to get sick and tired of reading? And my reply would be, I would never get tired of reading. Besides, I will see you tomorrow or day after when I'm done with this one, up until the next one shows up. So I always loved books for as long as I remember. In my younger days, I used to read a lot of fiction I remember when I was only 11 years old, my brother once caught me reading a small, like, um, it was about a 200-page love story. Um, a girl at school gave it to me. She said it was really good, and uh, we were in grade five. And trust me, uh, my brother found it in my, amongst my school books, and I got the punishment, I got the beating from my mom. He went and told her, look, I told you this girl is going to be useless. She's in grade five and reading a love story. So I did get a good beating. And I was grounded for about a month. So talk about paradigms, useless. That's what my brother used to call me. Oh, I told you this girl is going to be useless. Um, Reading a book makes you useless anyway. So I used to say to him, wait until I grow up. I'll show you who I'm going to be. And um, so I did prove everybody wrong because I didn't end up useless. On the contrary, I ended up being resourceful, took care of all families who suffered from war, worked hard, still do. Not bad at all, I guess. So what my mom and my brother didn't know was that I found a way to bring in books, hide them under my bed mattress, and when everyone went to sleep, I covered the floor to my bedroom with a towel, just in case anyone uh, was up and sees light from underneath my bedroom door. And I read for hours before I went to sleep. By the time I was 16, imagine this happened at age 11. By the time I was 16 years old, I read 200 books. And yes, I did keep track of them because I had to count how many books I read. Uh, as the saying goes, if there is a will, there is a way. And I didn't tell my mom and my brother up until I was in my 20s and I was working. And uh, more than my brother, I think my mom was shocked. She was really shocked. She said to me, you read all these books after all this punishment, the beating and all that, and, and we didn't find out? No, you didn't. Um, anyway, um, there is a saying that goes, a book you don't read cannot help you, and that is so true. For the past 15 years, 
I focused on personal development, leadership, and spiritual books. I think it's because I went through a lot of tough times. So I uh, started to read a lot of spiritual books and personal growth and all that stuff. And a lot of the books that I read hit home real hard, and they changed my thought process, how I see things and how I deal with them, my life, and me as a person. They changed me. So many of them. I have read over 100 books, including audio books that I have in my car when I'm driving long distances. So books are good. I don't know why I get criticized for always holding a book. So I am a book junkie, if that is what everybody wants to call me. And um, when there are times that I would like to take a break from uh, personal growth or leadership or spirituality, I read a fiction, uh, like, for example, if John Grisham has a new one, I would never miss it for the world. I just love John Grisham and the way he writes his books. So if any John Grisham books comes out, definitely I would take a break from everything and read it. Um, Reading tops the list of my hobbies, followed by travel. I have traveled to 19 countries so far. Art is a big thing for me, and music. So these are my thing, but reading tops my list of hobbies. So my question to you is, what are you reading right now? I hope you're doing that. I hope you're reading and reading inspiring and uplifting books. I have read many, many great books, and most of them are keepers. But there are some books worth repeating, at least twice a year, some of them. In particular, that we as humans tend to get carried away with life and its challenges and go off track. And the old paradigm tends to kick in from time to time when we um, don't continue um, to learn when we stop learning or we stop reading inspiring books. So some of the books that I would repeat, and I said, just you would too, I have a bunch of lists for you. The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, definitely a keeper, definitely uh, worth reading at least twice a year so that we don't go off track. The second one is The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. Love, love, love this book. The third one would be The New Psycho-Cybernetics by Max Maltz. The fourth one is Cashflow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki. Number five, The Hidden Power by Thomas Troward. This is a book also that's worth reading definitely twice a year. The Law of Attraction, number six, by Esther and Jerry Hicks as well as Ask and It's Given, also by Esther and Jerry Hicks, worth reading twice a year. The Power of Intention by Dr. Wayne Dyer, worth reading two, three times a year. See You at the Top. This one is good for, for salespeople, for business people. See You at the Top by Zig Ziglar, someone I also loved, loved, loved. The Magic and the Power, especially The Power by Rhonda Byrne. Number 10. Good Leaders Ask Great Questions by John Maxwell. This is good for leaders. And needless to say, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. This is a book that I know for sure Bob Proctor has read this book for over 50 years. He carries it with him. 
And the book is so torn that he carries when some people asked him, why don't you just throw it and buy a new one? Like it's all over Amazon and everywhere. He said, no, this is my book and I'm not throwing it and I'm not exchanging it. That's what he said. I haven't seen Bob for two years now. I think almost, I don't know if he did, which I doubt he would do it. But Think and Grow Rich is a book that has to be read over and over and over again. And I have that uh, in paper, of course, and I have it in my car in audio. So whenever I'm driving long distance, I always um, have Napoleon Hill in my car, and I would start from the beginning and repeat it over and over and over again, in particular certain chapters. So this is what it is. And um, books are my vacation, my sanity, my away from it all, my inspiration, and a huge part of my life. So I just love books. And right now I have a few listed that are waiting for me. And um, I have got, right now I'm reading The Four Agreements. I don't know why it took me so long to get hold of this book. It is amazing by Miguel. The Four Agreements, that's what I'm reading right now. I am almost done, and I have put in a picture for you guys to see the lineups of the books that are waiting for me. Life in Pieces by Carol Starr Taylor. I will go to that. And then Four Acts of Personal Power by Denise Lynn, a lady that I adore also. I have a lot of respect for that lady. The Coaching Habit, Say Less, Ask More, and Change the Way You Lead Forever by Michael and the book that has been recommended to me by my business partners that I know that I have to get hold of that but I want it to be the last one since it is worth repeating over and over I was told it is 177 Mental Toughness Secrets of the World Class by Steve Siebold so these are the books that are in line. I've, I'm almost done with the first one, four more to go. So that is my story, and I hope you grab some of these books if you haven't done already, and up until next time, stay blessed and uh, look out for more interviews with Claudia Harvey, international speaker, author, um, and business uh, strategic advisor, business. Uh, she's my business partner. She's my coach, my mentor, and then a lot of other people are also in line. Keep um, watching for my podcasts. Okay, stay blessed. Ciao, ciao.